Welcome to Rally Hunt Club. Now, today I'm going to show you some things I have some mixed feelings about. Um, but this is Rally Hunt Club. It's nothing we did wrong, but I'm going to, sh you know, one thing about Rally Hunt Club, we share our experience and our knowledge and just what's going on. Maybe you guys can get something out of this. I know we're learning as we go. There's always a list of things we could be doing better. But um, good old Chuck was sitting in one of our tower stands. And he filmed these deer inside our electric fence. And about 500 yards, he didn't have a tripod. And he was freehanding it, so it's a little shaky, so bear with the quality of the video. But the disturbing part of this is is um, they're inside the fence. We got electric fence. They're not supposed to be inside the fence, right? We've got 8 to 12 hours of work on this fence. And there you see it. There's um, two young bucks inside our fence eating our soybeans. Now, the good news is, is not all deer that we've seen get inside the fence because you can tell the difference between the soybeans growing inside the fence and the soybeans growing outside the fence. So that's the good news. But um, it's kind of depressing that they're inside the fence. So Chuck and I have talked about it, and um, it's about three acres that we have. And these are two young bucks. They're year-and-a-half-old bucks, so they've got all the courage in the world and of course anybody knows um year and a half old bucks they're like teenagers and they don't have any sense they're um definitely adolescents um preteens you know teenagers running around and um that that's why you can see that they run and jump in the fence but um this design is what they call the penn state five um penn state did a lot of research back in the 70s and they came up with this design it's real good for cattle it might not be the most productive for deer I'm going to go over that later on in the um, video as to what we're going to do to fix this problem. That's one thing about Reality Hunt Club. We'll show you what happened. We'll show you what went wrong. And we'll discuss what we're going to do to try to fix it the next year and or fix it now. And um, as you can see, the, the bucks are easing over to the um, fence. They're not eating as much as I thought they would because he, he continuously filmed this. So it looks like they're just passing through. But... But you can tell by the way they run and the way they act, they have gotten shocked by this fence. Watch how he runs over there, eases over there. You can see the soybeans really good on that fence line right there, the weed control is starting. This is before the second spraying that we talked about before. But see, he gets right up to the fence. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. I've been shot before. I'm going to stick my head through. I'm not quite sure. Then he kind of eases back, and then he... Then, you know, like I said, a year and a half, but then he kind of realizes, hey, you know what? I'm stuck in here. I got to get out. And uh, <laughs> this is some good video Chuck shot. So he's like, I'm stuck in here. I better get me a running start. Maybe I can sail through it. Here I go. I got enough courage. Let me go. Oh, I'm through it. Woo, thank goodness. <laughs> but anyway, um, here's some designs for our fence. Um... As you can see, the top one is the um, is the Penn State Five, and you can see that it's spaced equal, even equally. Ours is not quite spaced equally because it's built meant for cattle, and um, it does okay. Like I said, if it keeps fifty percent of the deer out, that's pretty good, and it lets the soybeans come up and grow. Now the the one next to it is basically the Penn State Five, what they call the slant, and Chuck's talked about to me about we could slant this one it'd be more effective where the deer don't like jumping over it but it'd take a lot more work we probably got eight to ten probably twelve hours invested on setting this fence up 
redoing it, doing the batteries and doing everything else. So, and the third one below is what they call the um, offset. Now, really interested in the offset. Um, Gallagher Fence, Gallagher Fence Company really pushes that. Dr. Um, James Crow, also known as Dr. Deer, he did the research for that, and that's where we're going to come up with that. And that's the one we think we're going to do. We got 40 poles, so what we think we're going to do is we're going to run that type of design next year, and we're going to fence in the whole seven acres. Now, here's the offset, and um, what you got here is you got a three-foot three gap in between the outside and the inside, and then you've got the first one is about 18 inches of off the ground the outside and then the the um, inside one is 12 inches off the ground and then the second string is 24 inches off the ground so when the deer come up to it it looks more three-dimensional and they don't feel comfortable jumping over it because they have 20 50 vision or something like that and they feel very um there's a guy inside there inside they're fixing it but they feel very um with that type of vision, what I'm trying to say is their depth perception is not that good. You ever watch a deer jump a ditch? He's not going to just barely jump over it. They giddy up and they get over it big time. And um, so what Dr. Deer and um, Gallagher and some people in um, New Zealand did a lot of research. I've been reading up on this a lot, as you can tell. They've discovered the deer walks up to that first one and he looks at it and he looks at the other one and it creates like a three-dimensional puzzle and he doesn't feel comfortable and it's three feet in between so he doesn't feel comfortable so he doesn't actually jump over it so we've got the tape we probably got to buy us a little bit of extra tape but we think we're going to do all seven acres of our power line next year and um we're going to try this design we got to buy the little two foot poles but we're going to use the 40 um eight foot poles that we already have to set corner posts and to set posts in between so we can tighten the line pretty pretty tight then we're going to buy all the two foot, two to three foot ones to go in between. And we're going to run this configuration next year, which I'm kind of excited about. So um, let's look at a couple more photos of these. As you can see, they mowed, the, on this picture, they mowed outside down and they mowed, they left the inside. There's another one. You can see the offset. You just, and there there's the actual design. Like I said, um, the inside is eight, I think that's 18 yeah, the out the outside's 18 inches, and then there's three foot in between these two, and then the inside's 12, and um, I can't quite make that out. 12 and 24 inches, that's what it is. So, um, and then you run it around like that. That's called the offset design. So let's look at a few more, and um, a few more photos, and there you go. So that's our fencing dilemma. This reality hunt club i wanted to tell you what worked what didn't work and um it worked it obviously kept the deer out um we had some some um grazing pressure and um but you know it's worth it i think it's worth the time to put it up if we get some rain and soybeans will come up and be a little bit better but um anyway this is rally hunt club i wanted to show you and um maybe you can learn from us can't wait to do it next year and see the results and compare them back to this year. That's part of the um, engineering built into me. So um, thanks for watching Rally Hunt Club and hope you could take something out of this and maybe it could help out your food plots or your electric fence or what. So stay tuned for more episodes.